recently had the shit with 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 um, certain actors or whatever saying they're not going to voice black characters and shit. Yeah. To me, this is stupid because to me this is stupid, and and here's the reason why is because you got to look at the context. I I believe that in order for blackness to be normalized and people to be able to approach black people more and with a great understanding, then black people also have to acknowledge that people should be able to engage with blackness at different levels. And you have to be able to, they have to be able to engage with it at a level of being, uh, being very uh, deep and thoughtful, being, you know, moderate in approach and then being, you know, friendly and cavalier and being superficial. And to me, when it comes to something like voicing an animated character, and the character in the show doesn't have doesn't really explore identity and heritage all that month uh, m- much. Um, then it doesn't fucking matter because black, you know, like a specific black identity or experience isn't something that's specific to the theme of the character. Because this show was big. With this show was Big Mouth. It's an animated adult cartoon. I mean, I'm sure that you know, of course they make edgy jokes and shit, but it's like it's not a serious work of art, you know, that's going to be conveying. You know, like, information that's really going to shift people's minds. So I'm like, who gives a fuck? Well, it's like it's not like it's the Boondocks. Ex- it, yeah, exactly. Like, there's a, like, yeah, and and I feel like people, some people are falling for these bullshit arguments and really just having really superficial understandings of these issues, where they, where just like you said, they don't know how to tell the difference between the Boondocks and Big Mouth. Yeah, it was one of those things too, where it's like, like much like I told you the other the other day, whereas these voice actors voice. Sometimes five characters on a single show. Yeah, that's the point of voice acting. Mm-hmm. Also, this you know, and let me know if I'm wrong on this too, because I actually do want to ask you. Because uh, you said you're from like uh, inner city area. Like, where, are you? You're from a predominantly black area, correct? Uh, black and Latin. It's not the inner city. Our area okay. was like a little more suburbanish, but that okay. was the, the but the demographics were like black and Latin. Okay, so this one I want to ask because I got into a question. Not a question, but just like a conversation with someone about this the other day. Is that much like with Jordan Peele's Us, which was fantastic. I mm-hmm. love Jordan Peele's death. But it's one of those things to where with, with you know, Jesse Smollett, all this stuff, with black actors, um, mm-hmm. black film, black cinema, is that I remember when I took acting classes uh, in high school, there was mm-hmm. maybe one or two black kids in, the, in my class maybe five black kids out of 50 in Mm -hmm. the local theater camps I went to maybe had one black person at all. Mm -hmm. So when a lot of people talk about how there's not a lot of like black actors or or whatever, Mm -hmm. it starts when you're a kid, when you're in high school, because much like, you know, if you're trying to be a badass, you got picked off for being a theater kid, you know, Mm -hmm. Uh, that wasn't the popular thing to do. So it goes to where where you where you come from in your high school. Was there a big art? Field? Was there a big theater program for people, especially of color? No, nah, it was just kind of like a general high school. It just it was just notable for pulling in people from across the district. So it was more so just having a diverse class of people as opposed to having like any specific good programs. And like in college, the only college I went to was a community college for psychology. He took. Well, I'm trying to ask is that. I don't really see a lot of opportunities or a lot of outreach for mm-hmm. people of color in the arts and theater or in acting. So this is a multifaceted issue. So it's a lot of layers to it, right? So, so that's what I'm trying to ask. No, no, absolutely. And the answer to that is, the answer to that is, 
one thing is that schools, funding for schools is tied in part to the um, value of the property around the area, or yeah. basically, the, basically the property taxes that are paid, in other words, and then also like the testing that's done um, on the students. Well, the yeah. thing is, if you already live in a neighborhood where the jobs have been gone, um, you know, people are on drugs, there's a lot of violence, a lot of trauma and, and you know, saying lack of access to resources and shit, then how are you supposed to, and you want to do those things, then yeah, you're at a fucked up, you're already at a loss in that respect, right? And then let's say that you do happen to beat the odds and are able to level up and go and participate in these things and you, and you say that like, okay, I'm the best maybe in my block, I'm the best in my school or my district and shit, and then you have to go up against motherfuckers from like the tri-state area or from the county, or from the country, you know, or the whole fucking coast that you happen to be on. So then you realize that you're even, even at an even more disadvantage because some of these people have literally had access to personal trainers, keeping their diets together. They didn't have to research this shit themselves. They didn't have to go to work while school, at school at the same time while, while helping out their parents, their family. So they were able to just really focus on developing their shit. So, and these are things that have become more mainstream in the conversation of talking about how people aren't able to reach their best potential. Because it's easy to sit back and be like, well, if you have free time, you should be able to blah, 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 and, you know, but then it's like when you dig down and figure out, well, a lot of people don't have free time, even teenagers, because they are either pushed through a system to um, operate as consumers or they're pushed in a system to just operate as a, irreplace, as a replaceable part. Even if they're even if they're a repla irreplaceable part that's operating at a high level, like an Olympic athlete, you're yeah. still replaceable. Well, that's also like you know when it's all about the the black voice actors, it's like mm -hmm. that. I don't think that's. I think the the intent was good, but that's not where it needs to be started. I think what needs to happen is that the arts need to be put back into like inner city schools, these mm -hmm. local areas, to where like you know. Uh, to me, it's kind of like, especially if you go to one of these long-term schools, acting isn't cool. You know, mm -hmm. doing something progressive like that is not cool. It was like, because I remember when I went to high school, I was like, you're a theater? Like, I'm not fucking doing that shit. You mm -hmm. know, now I really wish I did because I love film. Like, that's my major. And I didn't realize how much it'll play an important role to me today. Yeah. I think it's one of those things where it's like, I look at kids that freestyle, you know, freestyle. Mm -hmm. And it's one of those things like, dude, you can come up with that stuff off the top of your head. What could you do with improv acting? You know, yeah. where could you take this very, this talent you have, your mind into a different direction, into a different aspect of improv, you know? Mm -hmm. And I, I, I understand why people feel the need about the black voice actors. I don't agree with it. But I think, dude, if, if these celebrities, if these people really want to be as woke as they claim, fucking get theater back into schools. Like, like literally defund the police and put the arts and like well, it's well think about how long it's taken to get these conversations up it's like just because these things are big now doesn't mean they, these things these things that are now starting to get um, discussed out in the public and shit have been discussed amongst various groups for decades you know and they've been things that have been pushed for to different degrees so it's like when you say like okay like yeah well, it's like, why don't you just do this why don't you do that it's like motherfuckers have tried and they found themselves going against a huge machine that is incentivized to keep things running along and to getting rid of any sort of uh, disruption to their system. Yeah, well, that's also like, you know, from working in haunted houses, you know, it is a form of acting. It may not be the best acting, but it's a form of acting. Mm -hmm. And 
working on haunted houses, you I've seen everyone come through there. I've seen everyone who is drugged out. I've mm -hmm. seen projects, you know, come in there. And it's one of those things to where, you know, I don't know what the fuck that haunted thing is, too, as I hear it all. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but it's one of those things where it's like, these kids come in here, and they do, uh, you know, this acting thing. And you can tell they've never done it before, but, like, they love it. You mm -hmm. know? And it's the yeah. people you won't expect. It's the dude who's, like, who does Molly and addicted to heroin at, like, 18, but he's just this <laughs> But, like, it's a joke, but at the same time, like, I've seen it. You yeah. Know? It, it's very much true. Um, and then there's, like, the kid from the projects, dude, like, who who hangs out with gangbangers, who's very good at that. And it's more so, it's like, like I said, dude, this is where, like, my goal as a filmmaker is the reason why I go into Native American culture with folklore mm -hmm. is identify with that stuff more. You know, I love the culture of it there. I love the story. But I also want to use non-white people. And that doesn't mean, like, you know, take all white people out of the program. Yeah, no, of course not. Say you love horror movies. Give you something else to look at. Jordan Peele's Us was very good to see. They had a white family and a black family, but it was very refreshing to see a different thing to the eye. It was definitely, yeah. it was different to see, much like my favorite movie, one of my favorite movies is Candyman, as you know, it takes place in the projects mm -hmm. of Chicago. You know, and that's why I feel like if these people really want to change Hollywood or change how acting is, they give black people more of a chance. You can't just tell all, because there's not a lot of black actors anyways. Right. You know? Um, that's why you need to start and be like, you know, we're going to fund program to get these kids. Mm -hmm. You know? Do like what the Snoop, what Snoop Dogg did with the football players in high school. Shit like that. Yeah. But, no, absolutely. no, absolutely. And the thing is, is that, like, you're not wrong. And once again, it's, the thing is, is that tons of people have tried these things. And what happens oftentimes is, you know, because because these celebrities are not qualified, nor do they have the time to actually operate these foundations themselves, it's like, you know, they just help promote and keep the name up and get money for them, get donations and shit. But then all too often you hear about, oh, the director of this nonprofit ran off with the money or they spent it all on fucking toaster strudel or they, you know, what I'm saying they was just out banging prostitutes and hanging out with their fucking grandparents and shit and buying them, you know, bullshit. It's like, you know, it's like we can make up all the rules and all the foundations and all the different, you know, things. But it's like ultimately it's about the people who have the power, who have the access. You know, my um, one of my friends, we were talking about how certain celebrities come up. And we we're talking about a very famous black celebrity. And basically we we're talking about how this is an individual who's they've made a lot of money. They have a big name. They um, are still relevant and they have a reputation for going outside the box and working outside the mainstream. But the common point of criticism that we had was they were like, okay, this individual also likes to complain and point out the contradictions of the mainstream and, and the system and shit, but they haven't really seemed to put any effort to creating their own infrastructure outside of it. They still operate within the mainstream and then just have the same bit, you know, complaints about it. Because while there are people who are putting their best foot forward trying to do this shit and they get hemmed up by all these other hurdles, there are also some people who bitch about these things, but then also don't move an inch forward and in actually trying to change them. Yes. And that shit is really frustrating because it's like, dude, it's like, dude, you're in a position where you can affect, even if it's only 10 people, 10 families or something, you know, saying that's impactful, that's important. 
take for every inch that you can. You know, so so yes, yeah, so no, I absolutely agree. I get what you're coming. I get what you're saying that there are some motherfuckers whom really aren't trying. They're trying too much to people please within the system in which they made it, and not remembering why they were so opposed to it in the first place, or understanding the ways in which the system is still failing, and you have to go around it to get certain things done. <laughs>